could eat a page for hours. Please. Greetings and salutations! This is Cage's Cast, the ultimate Cage Cast, where we discuss each of the national treasures, cinematic masterpieces, and its life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. I am the Cake, or Adrian. I am Linda, but you can call me La Fromage, cause vive la fucking France! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I> fucking y'all! <laughs> <laughs> and I am the real star of this film. Not Nick Cage, but Tony Clifton playing Nick Cage <laughs> instead of Nick Cage doing his best Tony Clifton. God damn it, that is it. That is it. Uh, let me tell you something, folks at home. This movie really takes the cake, and the cake is a lie. <laughs> it's a goddamn lie. <laughs> uh, so. For whatever reason, we're in 1993, and uh, this is the year that Nicolas Cage decided to star in a movie directed by his brother, Christopher Coppola. (laughs) Christopher Coppola, oddly enough, this should be his only film, but it's not. It's only his second film in a really overly long, awful career. It is one of three (laughs) films that I have seen from him. Dear God, he made three? Yeah, no, he made he made more than three. Uh, no, why? <laughs> he, he made one. At, when I, back when I worked at the Hollywood Video, we had a film of his, uh, I think in the DVD, sec- in the uh, drama section on DVD, uh, called Palmer's Pickup. And it looked so militantly disinteresting that I, like, like consciously, like, crossed uh. the street to avoid it. It was, it's like, for one thing, it's like, you called your movie Palmer's Pickup? This movie <laughs> isn't even like, oh, look, that's so cute. We're going to put this right on the the fridge where everyone can see this hey. is like a uh, well you you did it i guess <laughs> they did do it. i don't care like how much y'all come at me this movie was batshit clown shoes <laughs> like and i was i fucking oh, love it like i was like i was telling donnie a moment ago like the, the first time I, I tried to watch this movie was was at, at linda's apartment back in the day back when we would watch whatever was free on on demand and so and oh, most yeah. of which which i found out later were movies that were featured on mystery science theater 3000 <laughs> and, and similar <laughs> things um I could not make it through this movie then. In fact, it, it, it and, and there was one other time in between then and now that I tried to watch it. It wasn't until now that I had to finish it that I actually did. Um, also uh, on On Demand was Christopher Coppola's first film, Dracula's Widow, with Sylvia Crystal and Lenny Von Dolan. This wasn't his first? This was oh. not his first. And later oh he did God. G-Men from Hell with William Forsyth and Gary Busey. Oh my God. I know. He just kept doing it. And they're all about this level. Oh. Where, where it's like, look, look, see, it's a parody. I'm showing awareness of film genres and film history. It's like, but how come that doesn't give you any awareness of how to make a movie? <laughs> I love this movie. It is oh, so fucking, it, it's, okay. it's one of those movies that are so fucking oh, terrible and so clownish. not let you make films. <laughs> this is, this is, this is somewhere, this is below uh, Vampire's Kiss and in, in level of general. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, below. I'm gonna, I know, I know we don't, we don't really quote other, other movie parody platforms here but i'm gonna i'm gonna quote one now because uh uh something awful uh actually did a review of this movie and it, it says that this is a movie for fans of nicholas cage who wish he wasn't so restrained all the time <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
my god! If you think you've seen over the top Nicolas Cage, if if you think Vampire's Kiss is the be all end all, you haven't seen Deadfall. Ah, <laughs> 1993's Deadfall, everybody. That's what the name of the movie. You won't remember the title, but it has a enormous cast. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, how can you not know the name of the f- movie when it has it in upside down text too? Yeah, 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 yeah. You get, you got, you got like six different famous people and server trigger listed, and then Deadfall, and then Drop Shadow, mm. and then Reverse Shadow. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> You just nailed the music perfectly. That composer did not do a heck of a lot, by the way, outside of like Christopher Coppola movies and Full Moon movies, by the way. Oh, he did Full Moon. A couple, this is Richard yeah. Brand. <laughs> no, no, it was one of the ones that wasn't that wasn't by one of the Brand brothers. It's there, too, it's it, too low brow for Richard Brand. That's sad, man. Um, yeah, guys, th- this this was no Trancers Five. <laughs> this, 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 yeah, this wasn't one of the Pulse Pounders. This was no Shrunken City. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ugh. so uh, people at home who are not watching this and probably will never, should never watch this. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh, so this is a sort of noir parody slash homage slash I don't know what. Um, Beautiful. So uh, Mike Michael Bain uh, is 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 a con man and his son of uh, James Coburn, a con man, and they and they set up these long form cons where they like like set up a buy for somebody else. And uh, and and they do this bit where it's like he's wearing a wire, and they whip out their guns and fire blanks at each other, and people in cop outfits storm in, and and the, yes. the mark runs away without his money, and they have a suitcase full of like hundred dollar bills or whatever, and they're like, hey, great con, except uh, uh, apparently one of these cons gets screwed up, and uh, Michael Bain has accidentally shot uh, his father, James Coburn, and James Coburn's dying words are like, I don't have the cake, my brother, my brother took the cake. <laughs> And he's like, brother, I never really even knew I had an uncle. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, another guy who's in the mobs with him, Peter Fonda, is all like, oh, that's right, Michael Bane. You shot your father, James Coburn. Wow, you really Peter Fonda playing Pete. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, this is just what Peter Fonda <laughs> does, you know. So so he gets, he gets his father's diary the, uh... and goes out to the coast. <laughs> Oh, you should also I mention the actual wire itself because it is oh, literally yes. just yeah, yeah. A they, wire they show a, yeah, a wire sleeve. is dangling from his sleeve. Not <laughs> actually how they uh, wire people up, by the way, but you know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah so so uh, so uh, uh, Michael Bain is on this weird sort of a, a of a quest. It's like oh I need to discover the riddle of my father's dying words and leave what, wherever I am on generic East Coast or Midwest location and go to California. Even though the location <laughs> they're at at the beginning of the movie is clearly just Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is never not Los Angeles, it's Los Angeles. And he goes to Los Angeles. We know it's Los Angeles, but we don't really see much of it because they don't really want to pay for location shooting or a second unit or anything. So we get establishing I a shots of, of what I... Nick Cage's uh, yeah, yeah, toupee. Yeah, to, to, yeah, to his it was actually shot, shot in San Francisco. Um, well, a lot of it was. Hmm, INDB only credited LA. Well, um... Well, I, well, it's, it's very California, later, but, but like, there's, there's a story there, about them. The establishing shots look 
like the, the, the Santa Monica Pier. Now, I don't know if all oh, that weird. stuff is shot at the pier or just some god-awful set, because for the most part, they're in this crappy market with, the, like, this green corrugated fiberglass. Yeah. Like, the entire movie is set there. You can't tell if it's day or night, if it's inside or outside. You know, there's a lot of crappy extras. And then there's the, the cast of Thousands, which turns up. <laughs> Because there are a shitload of people in this movie. There um, really is. There are okay. There's not one, but two James Coburns, by the way. Uh, if you <laughs> don't know James who James Coburn, Coburn was, I weep for you. But I'm going to explain him right now. Uh, James Coburn, 1928 to 2002. Uh, he started making films in 1959. He'd done some television before that, including an Alfred Hitchcock Presents episode. <laughs> Um, he's a standout in pretty much every movie he's in. He was in The Great Escape. He was in Charade by Stanley Donen. He was in a fucking Sergio Leone movie. He was in fucking Sam Peckinpah movies. He was in the fucking, fucking Muppet Peckinpah. movie. He was in the Muppet movie. <laughs> the and great Muppet Gaper? He, he was Derek <laughs> Flint in Our Man Flint and In Like Flint, which are like the best high-octane James Bond parodies available. Wow. Uh, and well, just one second. Now that Donnie mentioned it, um, I, I have to say nobody can steal that idea because it is ours and it is TM. Copyright. Yeah. Yes. Us right now. <laughs> the great uh, But uh, so uh, Coburn, Coburn worked a lot, uh, especially in the 60s and 70s. Uh, this, this movie actually kind of falls in a little bit of a lull in his career uh, mm-hmm. because this is between James Coburn appearing in Hudson Hawk. And Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. (laughs) I mean, that was a highlight. Yeah. uh, uh, uh. So, uh, Charlie Sheen's in here. As fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a a scene where he's like fancy, like uh, like freaking snakes in jacket (laughs) billiards player guy. He's like, God Uh, damn, I'm good. One plus one equals one. I already mentioned Michael Bain, and if you forgot who he was, I'm going to forgive you. But uh, Michael Bain was born in 1956. Uh, His first appearance was actually in the Logan's Run TV series in 1977. (laughs) He played one of the Sandman. Uh, before he did The Terminator, uh, he was in the 1981 movie The Fan with Lauren Bacall and James Garner. Michael Bain plays the psycho mm-hmm. in that one. It has no relation to the Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro, The Fan. Uh, and this movie uh, takes place in a lull in his career in 1993 between K2, The Ultimate High, and Tombstone. Oh, God, I forgot about that movie. He, he did have a scene in Terminator 2, which is only in the director's cut, which, by the way, is a long-ass waste of masturbatory time that you don't actually need yeah. to watch. Um, and uh, later on, he was in shit like The Art of War in Omega Code 2. <laughs> Oh my. Uh, he needed the money. Sorry, Michael Bain. Once James Cameron was done with sorry. you. <laughs> uh, Talia, Talia Shire is too. in this. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. In, in one, Donnie, her name's gotta, above the title, but she's only in the one scene. You've got to share your... Yeah, oh, yeah I was telling Linda about uh, Michael Bean when she mentioned him in this, and I told her the only thing I ever remember him from is if you listen to the commentary to Aliens, the entire thing is him talking about how he wasn't paid a lot of money, how he wished he had made a lot more money, and asking <laughs> Lance Henriksen how much he got paid for doing that movie. You know, and uh, other uh, actors uh, bitter, on this bitter commentary. Bitter much about the fact that you wound up working for fucking Dino De 
Laurentiis at the end of the 80s. Well, he was even bitter about Aliens 3. He's like, when I heard they were doing that and they weren't even casting me, and then I heard that they were going to use a picture of me, I was like, no, you're not. Yeah, he sued, he sued like, them for using his, his, his fucking, likeness. Uh, as like acting agent on them, saying, hey, uh, he doesn't want you guys using his likeness. You either put him in your movie or you don't. Yeah, he like, did get paid the dead. same amount for not being in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Bain, uh, yeah, he wasn't originally cast in Aliens, by the way, either. That was, that was, uh, fucking James Remar, who we've talked about before. Oh, yeah. Except Remar's like, I don't know, this movie's kind of a turd. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people Not would fight me on that this one. Movie was made. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, this James Remar was nowhere near this one. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I, I might have been in Mortal Kombat too, but whoa, man, even I have standards. <laughs> uh, but yeah no but but in interviews michael bain was all like that's right james remar pulled out i got his money i was in his movie it's like yeah it's freaking second choice bitch it's like yeah i know is everybody remember you really well from the abyss do they walk up to you and say hey michael bain i loved you in the abyss <laughs> or hey michael bain i loved you in a dino de Laurentiis production of time bomb <laughs> <laughs> right back at you, man. And <laughs> uh, uh, in, in the uh, in the Alien Three documentary, he's talking about how he was on a De Laurentiis movie uh, when when somebody told him about about the likeness being used. And he says, "I won't say which one." Yeah, it was Time Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw it. Nobody saw it. Time Bomb. <laughs> so in this was also a uh, Mark Coppola, Nick Cage's other brother. Yeah, but but uh, never never mind that brother. I'm talking about a real fucking soul brother. We had fucking Clarence Williams the third in this movie. Yeah, hell yeah, Clarence Williams Tales the third of fucking Tales from the Hood. Yes, the Mod Squad, the actual series, and uh, he was in the General's Daughter, and he was just like in a shitload of things. He was he, that, yeah. guy, that guy. That guy gets around. If you don't know who he is, I was upset Clarence by Williams how III. small his his role was. Yeah, he's only it was basically small, in two but scenes. He made the most of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> two million dollars. That's what I'm talking about <laughs> it's like two million dollars indeed very astute sir um and mickey dolan's was also in it for some and reason and angus scrim the tall man Hell himself yeah. playing dr okay. harry Ryan. yeah as soon as i saw him in that i honestly was expecting him to say show me the diamonds boy <laughs> well you, you notice in that in that scene there's that there's that there's that big weird spherical mirror thing and i'm like holy yes, shit yeah. yes. the ball's in here yeah <laughs> Yes. He's he's, yes, but- he's playing Angus Scissorhand in this one because he's got he's got this weird like like uh, brass like jewel encrusted scissor hand for his right oh, hand and he has all these women on hand who hold up his jeweler's eyes so he can inspect mm-hmm. the diamonds and so wearing the biggest crystals he's a, he's a cross between between the tall man from Phantasm and Mister Reindeer from Wild at Heart. <laughs> And so this should just tell you that you need to go out and see this fucking movie right now. This, you know, this thing is, is, that, is that these things are in the movie, but the movie's less than the sum of its parts because to get to them, you have to sit through the rest of the movie, <laughs> which ah, is a horrible brush. chore. But I mean, the only thing I wasn't even prepared for this. I just saw one quote, uh, one quote that said about Nick Cage appeared on set with a wig and contact lenses. <laughs> and he said that he felt this is what his character as a grifter would look like. And his brother directing is like, fuck yeah, wear whatever you want. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then when you see Cage, like, oh my fucking god, he's unrecognizable. He's like barely opening his eyes. 
No, it's it's like it's like well, I'm in the movie directed by my brother. Nobody's gonna tell me what not to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean my brother. He's, in he's nobody. Face in this too. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's oh a little he's a little he's a little tanned. You know, maybe you know. That's why the only thing that kept coming to mind is he's not playing a character. He's literally trying to play Tony Clifton, or it was Tony Clifton playing yes. Nick Cage. Yes. Yeah, no, he, he does a lot of he, he, is, he is the weird with the wig and the stash, and he does like a lot of weird hand gestures. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, Pick well, a card, my friend. When he was <laughs> Baby thinking, wants his lollipop. <laughs> when he was thinking back on it, I'm not getting said, off. Oh. I'm not getting off. <laughs> He said, quote, bad wife, really bad wig, like a $2 wig you get on Hollywood Boulevard. It was a chance to work with Christopher, and he let me go for it in, re- in that in the regard that I could have fun with the makeup and disguise myself so I could really take <laughs> advantage of the opportunity, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be me. We, we we also get deep fried Nicolas Cage in this movie. By the yes. way, we get Michael yeah. Bane pushing yeah. Cage's head into the fire. The wig comes off, and we see that he's graying and bald. He and, fried his and, face and, off. And, 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 and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we get we get we get a pretty good makeup effect of a fried a fried Cage face with his eyes fried shut. <laughs> um, but I was a little uh, eyes fresh. <laughs> I was a little disappointed though that they didn't have him steaming when he came out. You know, it's like, come on now, yeah. <laughs> like a fresh onion ring. I bet he's delicious. You know, Bean didn't okay. say something like fries are up. <laughs> you know, if this had been a Van Damme movie, he would have been breaded before he was fried. <laughs> oh no, shit! Oh hell yeah! Um, yeah, no. So you know, good good idea for a scene there, but like the rest of the movie, it said it that stupid. Ass dockside market. I don't know why. Well, I'm, yeah. Actually, going back to that scene, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's exactly when did he switch to Cage being in a position where he could throw his face into the fryer? Because there was some really shitty editing where um, Bean is the one about to be dipped, and then suddenly it just clips. All the and all then the fight Cage is being sucks. shoved into it. All the, all the fight choreography sucks in this movie. They can't track yeah. it. Like, like in the That's like in the true. part where he's beating up the dude with the fake beard in the alley, being like, "Who wants to fuck? Well, fuck now! We fuck now!" Oh, you mean the same fake dude with a beard that, for inexplicable reasons, was in the back of Bean's car when he was talking about oh, going the bus. to LA? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, 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 no. So that was that was him. that was no. That was that was them trying to have some continuity with their stupid, stupid plot, because that's one of the guys yeah. who's, who. That's one of the one of the fake cops at the beginning. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just to make sure, also because of how well they explain things to you when you're watching the movie. Me and Lucille, when we watched this last night, we legitimately thought he was a cop because they did not really get into the whole him being a grifter and what was set up after you well, had to read that this, this movie really needed the fucking joseph stefano psycho follow-up where where fuck it where the fucking fbi guy gets him alone in the room and tells him what happened <laughs> well to be fair they did try and copy the psycho score to this film for yeah, no fucking yeah, reason well, well, which it's, did it's not because work. they thought they were making some kind of grand uh, noir homage and they reference orson wells a couple of times in there and so oh, the, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. composer the shithead composer is all like oh uh i'll do uh, i'll try to sound like bernard Herman. It's like, no, you don't sound like Bernard Herman. <laughs> you sound like Harry Manfredini trying to sound like Bernard Herman, you piece of shit. <laughs> Nobody can be Bernard Herman. But, uh, uh, let, me, let, me, let me talk, about, let me talk yes. about some of the random fucking credits here, okay? So, the, the, the fuck oh, awful do. early 90s photography is by uh, a, a lady named uh, Maurice Alberti. 
um, who actually mm-hmm. got a lot of work later on with a lot of better uh, regarded films. Uh, this is the same person who shot Aronofsky's The Wrestler, and this is the same person who shot Creed. And Ooh. she also shot the Will Smith movie Collateral Beauty, which is the dumbest title I've ever heard. That really is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, back to the drawing board. Boo. Um, Val Kilmer and Joanne Wally were originally cast in this. As as the oh, leads. That's so funny because I was thinking this movie yeah. needed Val Kilmer, and they they backed out at the last minute. Um, but so huh. this this was going to be like a shitty sequel to John Dahl's Kill Me Again. <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of shitty sequels, there is a sequel to this movie. No. Yes. No. No. Yes, there is. No. Yes. Uh, no. Christopher Coppola was not no. involved, but Cage is in oh. it. No. In what? 2017, no. there was a sequel made called Arsenal, which is a sequel uh. slash prequel. And on the poster, you see an old Cage wearing the wig. I'm fucking getting it. I'm yeah. Getting well, it. we're gonna have to get it eventually if we if we if we no. get all the way to 2017. I can't believe it either. Yeah. But no. Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, so we mentioned uh, Peter Fonda, and if you don't know who Peter Fonda is, again. I weep for you, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, star of Roger Corman's The Wild Angels and The Trip, and of course that Easy Rider movie, you know, and the sequel to Westworld. Um, fucking uh, oh, oh yeah, no, no. Let's let's get to let's get to who's fucking third build in this movie though. Mm-hmm. So top top billing goes uh, Michael Payne, uh, uh, and, and then and then and then uh, uh, before 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 fucking James Coburn or Nicholas Cage are credited, they credit <laughs> fucking Sarah Trigger. Now, who's you know, Sarah Trigger? Sarah Trigger. <laughs> right? Uh, well, I'll tell you who Sarah Trigger is. She was born in 1968. She was in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. She was in oh, Pet right. Cemetery 2. <laughs> Oh. Uh, she was on one episode of CSI Miami, and she has one stunt credit for the Phantom Slam Evil, starring Billy Zane. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, no, she she has about as many credits as that chick who played Zandley has. Jesus, um, and uh, she is incredibly, incredibly generic. Yeah, she is the blonde that you'll never remember that you saw, and and yet she's supposed to be the Rita Hayworth in this movie. She's supposed to be our 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 freaking like like alluring femme fatale. This is this is supposed to be Jessica Rabbit. This is this is. She made me think of Lisa in the room. I know, right? She's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, my princess. And she was wearing and, a red and, dress. And, and by the way, Michael Bain has a voiceover narration for the whole picture, which is, makes sense for the genre they were attempting, but it doesn't uh-huh. make sense for Michael Bain. If it was still Val Kilmer, it might have got pulled off, but like his narration sucks. And 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 he's, he's saying how her her character is is like I couldn't see beyond her sexy front, which means she was good. It's like sexy <laughs> front. <laughs> the the voiceover like stops after that scene and it doesn't come back until the end i totally forgot about it at, and then at the end i was like, <laughs> like uh, it was more consistent it. than it is in some things it was more consistent mm-hmm. than it was on uh honeymoon in vegas <laughs> oh god yeah um yeah, yeah. Uh, so no like um okay so this this movie now hating on this movie is almost unfair just because I mean, nobody likes it. I do. Well, ex- no. Except for you. It's except for you. It's um, beautiful. This movie has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good. And it it made $18,000 against the budget yes. of $10 million. <laughs> Jesus. So in, yes. in, in most senses, it really did suck shit. Um, 
but like I'm I'm just I'm I'm mostly I'm mostly pissed off, you know, because we just we just did Red Rock West last week, which is so good, you know, like it's because mm. it's you know they're 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 doing the they're doing the crime genre and they're nailing that noir feeling, you know, and it's like there's some there's something there's something really honest about that, and then this thing comes along and it's all like oh look oh old old uh, 30s and 40s and 50s crime movies I know those I'm gonna make one too it's, I'm gonna awkwardly sort of impose these crime tropes on a 1990s setting and and at the ending they got the they got the bit with the um they got the bit with the carousel and i and i think they were trying to do some lady from shanghai type shit like orson welles lady from shanghai mm. yeah yeah and and they fucking bungled it so hard it's like you know it's mm. it's not even like a lifetime movie so much as like a tnt movie <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, now, I mean, we came here for Cage, and if all you're coming for is Cage, you do see Nicolas Cage doing a really weird performance. It's amazing. I mean, like, and if that's if that's all you want, there it is. You know, the trouble this is, is, like is that, full unbridled like I said, cage. he gets in the fryer, he get he dies about an hour in, and then you still got 40 minutes of the movie to suffer through with no cage. Well, I think that's part of the beauty behind this movie is that there was nobody there to tell him to tone it down. There yeah, were no I guess, spaghetti I guess this is what that looks like, yeah. <laughs> this is pure unbridled cage. <laughs> Somebody's trying to kill me, John! Fucking hangers! Fuck, fuck, fuck! What the fuck? What the fuck? Huh? We fucked up! So there's, there's, the, there's, so there's, there's a, so it's all about con men, right? So, so Michael yeah, Bane goes out. You know, by the way, movies about con men tend to be very stupid, like Matchstick Man, also yeah. with Nicolas Cage. You know? We'll be getting to that Boy. one. Like about the best ones are probably those those uh, lackluster uh, freaking David Mamet ones. Um, hmm. But um, so there's, there's a part where there's the, there's this strip club. This is where we, we see tits in this movie. There's this strip club and and. Cage goes there with Michael Bane, and it's like it's like okay, I, I need you, I need you to uh, collect yes. what the baby owes. And there's there's this big black dude who wants the place, and they 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 call him the baby, and he has all these ladies around him. And they lick his lollipop for him and put it in his mouth for him, which is gross. <laughs> and his little baby charms on his neck. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I think that that character was played by um, Renee Estevez. Nice. Which I, I can't help but wonder, you know, it's an Estevez Wait, in no, a Sheen No, no, film. no, R- Renee Estevez is actually oh, yeah. Sheen's sister. Yeah, yeah, and Emilio's. Yeah, and the strip club in this movie is by far on par with the same strip club in Cybernator. It's literally just a stage with some cardboard lady cutouts and lights. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, not, shit. Not, you guys, not Renee a big budget uh, Estevez for was also in Heather's. Uh, Renee Estevez was movies. was also in that in that in that movie where uh, where Martin Sheen had the extended cameo where he's the guy on the bench and they put his name above the title. <laughs> he doesn't have any lines. <laughs> um, anyway, so so uh, when when uh, to to explain to those people not watching this, Michael Bain uh, goes out to the West Coast and uh, meets his fa- meets his uncle Lou, who is also James Coburn because James Coburn and his dad were supposed to be you know identical twins um, and. And, and uh, Uncle Lou is also in the rackets. He also does con shit. Um, and 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 uh, and uh, Nicholas Cage's character works for him. 
And so uh, Michael Bain is supposed to collect what's owed at this strip club. And uh, and uh, Cage is convinced that Michael Bain's going to get killed. And he goes out to the car and starts snorting coke with Sarah Trigger. And then they look, and then Michael Bain's coming out of the strip club with the baby. And they're all, like, shaking hands and they're buddies. And it's like, how did you get that $15,000? What the <laughs> hell? It wouldn't give me no money. <laughs> And so, uh, and so, uh, later, uh, later, uh, Cage goes back to the strip club alone and he's putting money between women's bare breasts and he's saying, all summer long, sugar. <laughs> and the baby comes up and is like, hey man, I don't want to look at your ugly face. Why you come around here? Your partner, however, uh, oh yeah, you like him so much that the baby comped up 1500? <laughs> it's like, I didn't give him shit. <laughs> and it turns out that Michael Bain just says, your dead's clean. If you just go out in front and shake hands with me, and Nicholas Cage's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, then, to take and, then, and then the baby's all like, I'll bet he even stole your woman. And sure enough, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, you're doing such a great job recreating it. I've just got goosebumps. It's like you're there. <laughs> you're bringing back the magic. Yeah, you don't need to watch the movie. Just listen to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been told we need to start doing commentary tracks, though. I know, I keep saying this. We need us some commentary tracks. It's going to be more work. It could be our bonus episodes. Bonus episode. Give us money for it. Give us money. (laughs) Is it worth the $3 rental of the movie or the $2 purchase on Patreon? You be the judge. We don't care. We got uh, your money. Uh, oh, uh, and that, that that same scene that I just mentioned, by the way, that's where that's where big reason to mention that is that's where Cage flips out. He starts knocking mm-hmm. things off of people's tables and he goes, <laughs> and while he's yelling, fuck, there's a guy in the backdrop with a T-shirt that just says fuck and big, huge letters on it. There's a guy there's a guy by the door and Cage Cage chops karate chops and goes, Hi fucking ya! <laughs> and there's a guy in a in a really obvious Brooks Brothers beard uh, drink drinking at the bar and and eating fucking uh uh fucking good and plenty. <laughs> and, and he follows him out into the alley and he tries to like put it put a cord around his throat and is like, Yeah, wanna dance, Mr. Rock and Roll? And through a really terribly choreographed uh, fight scene, Cage manages to get a switchblade out of his socket, stick it in the guy's leg, and and he's like, ah, you wanna fuck? You wanna fuck? Fuck now! <laughs> and closes his head in the car door. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and it's, like, it's like all right bitch <laughs> who shot you <laughs> yeah you see i can actually believe now uh miss trigger when she said that she never slept with cage because if this is what he thinks fucking is then goddamn you are lucky <laughs> he, not only is he wearing the awful wig and he always is in sunglasses onto the mustache he's wearing this this suit with a gold lame cummerbund and a gold necktie yeah. a gold bow tie oh, yeah. <laughs> driving around this convertible uh. And, like, I can't tell if he's going for, like, some bizarre French accent. Well, there, there's, a, there's, says, the, there's um, the one point they, where they're in, where they go to the bar and they do the short con on, mm-hmm. on, on, uh, on fucking, uh, Talia Shire. Talia Shire. Yeah. And, and he says, I'll have your finest champagne. 
And then uh and then as they're getting the con going, he just drops the fake French accent, even though he had it for a little bit, and yeah. it's all like Yeah. I mean Lucille heard that, she's like, Well, he tried. <laughs> it's like, it's and then later the most, for no reason, uh he says in another one of his freakout scenes, he says, Viva la fucking France. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking Louis. Well, you know, he also does a thing sometimes. Cage, just in general, will do a thing where they go like and do a weird, like, semi Irish thing, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you told me I did have the job. My name is Liam. <laughs> I'm from Dublin. <laughs> I love you. Always have. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Later, me and Colin Farrell are going to get some drugs and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> But then sometimes, like, he calls people Mon. <laughs> so, That's true. Like, <laughs> Mama! I mean, Mama! In, in fairness, by the time we get to Bad Lieutenant 2, he goes through a multitude oh, yes. of uh, different uh, accents. You're right, Donnie. Deadfall really isn't yeah. Cage's worst movie. There's still Bad Lieutenant 2. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for that reminder. You and that week welcome. we'll be covering Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, so there's there's the photo that keeps coming up in this movie where 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 uh, Michael yeah, Bain yeah. will look will look at the photo of his dead dad and his uncle who are both James Coburn. So there's this photo of Sarah Trigger in a wig with with uh, two photoshopped James Coburns from the '60s yes. thrown in, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and yeah, no. um... I'm just gonna quote something awful again here. It's like, it's like I said, it's like it's it's like it was photoshopped by 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 a monkey, a monkey that was slow, <laughs> a monkey that was slow when it was actually their day off, and it was done by their assistant. <laughs> uh, or something like that. So you know, one of the uh, producers and actors in the uh, the movie was Ted Fox. Yeah, yeah. When who... I saw Ted Fox Productions, I'm like, oh fuck, no, there was no a association. Lot of foxes in this. Yeah, they, they, this. This guy yeah. got his whole family in on this, and a lot of them, this is either their only movie, or they produced one of the thing, which is like some fuck-awful kids movie from 97. Yeah, well, so when you don't get the Coppola spaghetti, you get the Prego spaghetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he also uh, produced Frozen Ground, which has Nick Cage in it, and uh, it's from 2013, so we'll be Jeebus. watching that one. So Cage sunk so low that he went back to Ted Fox for help. Ouch. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, you pull me back in. <laughs> Do you remember oh, that? You know what? My, my grandfather made that? Do you remember that? <laughs> he's, he's like really famous. <laughs> I, I just realized it's not my mic, my mic stand that you're hearing. It's my chair. Oh, <laughs> oh my, sorry. So, sorry. so there's 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 this there's this fucking quest thing where Michael Bain's character is supposed to try to find out what his father's dying words meant about what the cake is. Yeah, you know, the and, cake is and, a lie, and, son. And and, and, and uh, Uncle Lou pulls out this really shitty little like toy cake thing with a <laughs> yeah. wedding ring yeah, hidden inside. It's like fuck? you see this boy. I was going to give this to your mother because I really wanted to marry her, but then your father married your mother, and well, you were born, and maybe I could have been your father, but well, that didn't happen, did it? That's not how babies work. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap, oh crap, man. That's how babies work. Well, if it's an identical twin, I mean, he would hypothetically well, lose well, his thing. He's like, he's got the picture and in the locket. Maybe like a Tales from the Crypt sense of his if dead it was like mom. Danny DeVito playing And both Sarah Trigger is supposed to look like his dead mom, and he's fucking Sarah yeah. Trigger. And so, what's with the weird ass Oedipal theme in this thing? 
Because it does open with him thinking he killed his father. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! It was a big con, and Michael Bain was getting con to get an Uncle Lou. You see, original James Coburn never died. He pops up it at the end with dark big hair. Can. <laughs> he just shows up at the end like, "We cool." <laughs> This, this, is, this, is, this is this is this is I let you believe you killed me. This oh, is a brain damaged version of Cat Baloo. Can we talk about yes! the conclusion of the film? Yeah, like, yeah. Let's, let's bring up that oh, fucking please. bullshit ending. It's like, great con. It's like what con? How'd you even work that shit? What? <laughs> yeah. So they get fucking Angus Scrim out there with his fucking chop top hand to do <laughs> a diamond exchange, and he's like, kill them all because things don't go my way. Because Michael Bean suddenly has PTSD about shooting this guy, thinking yeah, he's gonna he shoot and he kill his dad. Tell like anybody the about part. the way his his father died, and he has the opportunity yeah. to explain mm-hmm. to James Coburn. It's like I want you to fake shoot me like you did in the opening scene. Only I'm a different character now. <laughs> yeah. It's like yes. well, I can't yes. shoot your character because I already shot your other character. And well, oh, I mean. <laughs> And never mind. It's like, well, is this torturing you or what? Are you going to have a scene or something? Or, oh, no, you're going to go fuck Sarah Trigger. That's what the world was pining yeah. for. Sarah Trigger tits. Ooh. And now the see- scene with uh, Angus Scrim, we should also mention that he at one point licks a diamond. Yes, he does. <laughs> Joie de vie. <laughs> the funeral is about to begin, sir. Now, I will yeah. say that there was a uh, missed opportunity there when Michael Bean just Love fails it. to shoot the man. He's his father's brother. And then he gets actually they shot. Totally, they could have totally done a point blank and he just starts screaming <laughs> and shooting up in the air. <laughs> oh, my uh, Yeah. Oh, no, the uh, and by the way, go- the opening of the movie yeah. when they do the same con, it's shot in some like shadowy warehouse, right? Yes. At the end of the movie, it's mm. shot at this stupid ass Santa Monica Pier Docks Market. Yes. Where this whole fucking yes. movie is and it's like, oh, yeah, let's have a clandestine diamond exchange by the fucking Marina with his fucking security guards, probably. What? Yeah. So when his when Michael Bean's new con goes tits up, and they end up killing off the entire crew that Cohen's brother had, or whatever his name's brother had, he fucking takes off with the money, and suddenly it's forgotten that Angus is that close. They probably could have followed him down somehow. They could have tracked him. Yeah, we but we no, don't have closure on everybody go. getting killed. You know, like some of them could have yeah, survived, so like that weird like Lou fucking, Reed looking one. You know. Yeah, and of course we get to see Sarah Trigger dressed up again as she was as his mother in black, like she was at the funeral. He chases after her, finds out, oh my god, my pops is alive, and this was all a big con. And it looks like there's going to be some big finale. (laughs) And there just isn't. (laughs) There isn't. It's like they're on a carousel. He turns it on. He aims a gun at him like something big is going to happen. Are they real? And he drops the suitcase full of money. Then he puts the money back in the suitcase and walks off. He just walks off like, I left that life behind. I have memories. (laughs) And it's like, you know, when Orson Welles uh, with the the fucking Irish accent – you know, and to, and to fucking, you know, like, getting the shootout yeah. with with Rita Hayworth in the Hall of Mirrors in Lady of Shanghai. You know, people die. 
died. It was a goddamn crime movie. I know. Sarah Trigger's supposed to be dead. Your real dad's I, supposed to be dead. Maybe you yeah. should be dead. That would be ideal. Somebody's supposed to be dead. Other than that shit. I, Angus, I honestly thought dead, Angus yeah. and his men were going to show up and kill his dad. But no, it's just... You know, eh, if that had it, happened, just, this would have been like a... like 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 a, that, that, This would have been like your racer head or something. You know, like... A, yeah. Or, 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 or yeah. A, I mean, Naked Lunch. It would have been like Naked Lunch or something. It almost would have made yeah, sense. A right. TV version of Naked Lunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is just... This, this is scantily clad brunch. Back. Yeah. Yeah, all this just comes back to there ain't no money in memory. <laughs> God, damn. yeah, no. And they got, and then the score comes up again, and they get run the credits over the shadow of the. Uh... Yeah. Can we can we yeah, back, get back to that sex scene had... that won't end? <laughs> oh, the one where we get to see Beanbag. Michael Bane's just what, just like going up and down, like yeah, Sarah Trigger, I'm following her. This is every schoolboy's <laughs> fantasy. Everybody has a full I'll tell you, tell you fold in of Sarah I'll Trigger inside their locker. Oh man! <laughs> Did you see? I touched nipple. Oh, it's so <laughs> hot. I touch real. I'm boom. a real stud. I'm a baller. Yeah. <laughs> she touched my dangish. <laughs> <laughs> made milk. Oh, God. No, in the sex scene, like everything else, it looks fucking awful. You get this undiffused light. There's no diffusers on anything. So you get all this harsh no. production light on everything. You know, like if it was an actual porno, except less sexy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> There's a part where they stop at the gas uh. station and Cage's like, I'm going to get some gum. Do you want some gum? Strawberry gum. <laughs> it's delicious. Ah, no chiclets? Yeah, he offers her chiclets, and Sarah Trick is like, maybe I don't have the same cravings that you do, Eddie. (laughs) I I think I want to ball your friend. I think that if they would have just taken all the scenes out, like, all the scenes with her out... And even the scenes with his dad, if they just took that out and just let left in the crazy bits, I think well, that would have been perfect. Well, there's two options as well. You yeah. could have also maybe done something more with the uh, woman who runs the coffee stand that had a crush on yeah, him. Yeah, why does she keep coming up offering him on? spiral maple donuts? Yeah. But at the well, maybe that was code word for her poo nanny. But at the same <laughs> time, you could have cut out about an hour. And, you could have cut out an hour and thirty eight minutes of this, and we all would have respectively had better lives. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you think like if there had been Cage throughout, like there would have at least been something to sustain us. Because every now and then, yeah. you know, there would have been him yeah. like going to the water cooler and crushing the arm of a chair and be like, "I'll go a little like you better than me." I mean, Fuck! It's- <laughs> maybe you know. I mean, like, like, if they if they kept him yeah. alive, maybe maybe like he would have been at the con, and at the last minute he would have get all pissed off and jealous that Michael Bain had taken his place, and then he turned the gun on Uncle Lou there, and everything went wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's or he would have killed Michael Bain's character. Oh yeah. yeah, it's kind of sad to say, but at the same time, it's just very honest. This whole thing really does feel like. What you would do, like me and Linda would have done with our parents' camera in the backyard trying to recreate a movie we saw. It's just kind of like, it's like, it's like, a movie, daddy. Yeah, it's seven year old uh, James Rolfe making the six Snicks flicks. Yeah, so even if (laughs) how come your voice sounds different? I had to go home. Yeah, it's like if Cage had more of a bigger part in it, I don't know if that would have been better. It still would have been just your brother making a movie going, hey, let's have fun, let's put on dad's clothes. 
But most of the movies that we made in the backyard were horror movies. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's, that's more economical the than the movies bodies, that I made but... in the backyard with my brother and sister and neighbor kids. I mean, my my brother one day, you know, uh, decided he was going to dress up like Don Corleone. He put on a, a suit jacket, stuffed his cheeks, threw on a mustache, and we made the Valentino papers where he played a mob boss. <laughs> of course, you know, we couldn't afford to make a big budget action movie, so we just cut in scenes from Live and Let Die and shit. <laughs> In our movies, I always died. Yeah, in in our movies, uh, my brother is always attacking my sister. Only they're not very good at acting, so he just kind of keeps winning, even though she's the protagonist. So she should have been winning. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we maybe could have plotted it better and had more editing and shit. You know, like. And some of them are three hours long. I think I, I think I actually made Linda watch some of them. Yeah, yeah. I watched some of the uh, stuffed animal ones, too. Well, those are better. I mean, you know, that's... Yeah. <laughs> they got all the voice work in them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kick your ass. Right up before I kick your ass, motherfucker. Now I can give the full story um, that I, I talked about before with the uh, where Nick Cage narrowly missed going to airport jail. Because that was around oh, the time yeah. he made Deadfall. Yeah, because uh, actually Charlie Sheen and Nick Cage were both on a uh, one and a half hour trip from LA to San Francisco for the movie. And Cage decided to pull a prank because he was bored. So he got on the intercom and said he was the pilot. He was sick and that he was losing control of the aircraft. That's right. And so he said, We're going to crush it to a mountain, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) He said, quote, When we landed, the pilot came out and understandably, he was very angry. He pointed his finger at my face furiously, at which point the door, uh, the door to the aircraft suddenly swooshed open like a nuclear gateway to a bank vault to reveal (laughs) six fully armed police officers. And the first thing I did was say, first of all, he had nothing to do with it. I pointed to Charlie. And then I very gingerly, very delicately, very kindly talked my way out of going to airport jail, end quote. But wow. when Charlie Sheen no said, idea, thanks, man, I'm like loaded down with snow. <laughs> I mean, like I am practically much. clothed in smack at the moment. I mean, yes, wow. pretty much because uh, he had no idea that Charlie Sheen had an eight ball of coke of taped to his ankle. If it wasn't for those eight balls of coke, he never would have been in food fight. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, if it weren't for those eight balls of coke, I don't think he would have been in this. I you mean, know, I'm just thinking, like, I you think know, that- why didn't Charlie Sheen ever get cast as Batman in the 90s? <laughs> think, no, think about it. There's that. a natural kind of progression there. Okay, Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. yeah. right? George mm-hmm. Clooney, Charlie Sheen. I because he would have done what Deadpool did later in the sequel, where he just puts a bag of coke under his mask and punches himself so a huge plume <laughs> flies out. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm Batman. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, instead he had to go off and do Two and a Half Men. Uh... <laughs> That worked Which, out well for him, I heard. Yeah. Uh, mm. So, <laughs> <by> <laughs> anyone know how to Madison? <laughs> <laughs> this table is the right temperature, and also, it's a Corsair. My friend is named Sausage. Why is he named Sausage? I, I have no idea. 
God damn it. Audience at home, this isn't cool, it's billiards. That's why it's boring. Yes. It was nice playing with you. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Like I was toying with you or something. Like you were yeah. like Damn, I'm not good. good. <laughs> I'm gonna mention Mark Twain right now. He's sort of a genius, you know. Yes. He came up with a what? movie of the week called a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. <laughs> The original called Tom Sawyer, you know, Mark Twain. Well, he was saying that he he that it was his bar, wasn't it? Or is named after? I, 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 he oh, calls himself Lord. Fats, though. It's like, what? what? Yeah, because he's so you, you, okay. So fat. you're just referencing the hustler, but like realistically, yes. why would he have been called Fats? You know? Yeah. Oh my God! I just no. said. I don't think so Linda. I don't think Linda would get this because I don't know if I made you suffer through watching it. Uh, the movie Backwoods. Oh, 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 no, yes, no, yes, no, I watched no, we that. We were all there. Movie. We were all there. We watched that at my house. Oh my yes. god. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it was oh my god. Where it's like every time they make references <laughs> like this to other films, like you half expect them to look at the camera after. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Like, oh, I didn't get that. I, I so wish. You know, I was I was passing out because I'd been up for three days when we saw that. But that movie was so much better than this. <laughs> that movie, they got the man giant. <laughs> oh god! Yes. When, movie, yeah. when they get to the people, keep saying uh, it's like, "So what you folks doing here in the backwoods?" And they turn to the movie. camera and wink every time. <laughs> it's like shot that on was shitty, my birthday, wasn't it? You know, like by, by some guys thing. on a weekend. At the end of the movie, there's a title card that just says "Sorry," and then the movie rewinds in front yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, no one can find this movie now. It's not even on Amazon, and I have what? possibly one of the last copies Jesus, on DVD. That was like one of the best pieces of shit ever. That should be everywhere. It should be our next podcast. It should fucking be our next. I'd watch that again. <laughs> the Backwoods Podcast. Yes, we're gonna let you people know now. We're gonna find you and make you watch this movie, and then record a podcast of your reaction. And it's also to it. not that other Backwoods that you think it is, Philistines. <laughs> Speaking so, of, are, where are we at now? Are we at our face-off here? Oh, God. We, yeah, I was well, just going to uh, ask you guys already. There was a lot in this movie to unpack, so I have no idea where we're at. Because you fucked all. We're fucked all. <laughs> I don't know where we're We fucked all. There's a part in that scene where he confronts Uncle Lou in the office where he literally is just j- doing the uh, fucking Joe Pesci and Home Alone thing, where he's not even talking yeah, anymore. Right. He's just going. And then it gets like, okay, Nick, we'll put steam behind your ears later in post. He's just a puppet at that point. Just like an angry puppet. That's one of my notes I made during the film is Nick Cage is a living marionette in this film. I mean, just the way that he would explain moves. all the hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Donnie, how would you recast this? Um, I actually didn't have to think really hard about that. And I don't know if it's because this podcast is really shaping my life in a very unpositive way. <laughs> but uh, for Bean, I would have cast Kevin Bacon. For uh, James oh, I Coburn, was that too. for James Coburn, uh, both parts, oh. I would have put Robert Redford, because why not? Cage, oh, just for fun, yeah. Tim Robbins. 
and Sarah Trigger, Jennifer Connelly, because she's just Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, everybody loves Jennifer Connelly. Well, hey, man, I think James Coburn's irreplaceable, but, you know. <laughs> that is true. He is pretty irreplaceable. However, uh, but he doesn't like birthday cakes. <laughs> you know I don't like that kind of thing. <laughs> There's like, two donuts this. in you know one I don't like room. This. I can't take it. I made coffee. Okay, what the fuck with his girlfriend? She's I, ridiculous. So it's a birthday cake. You got to blow your candles it's your out. birthday. I'm Minnie Mouse. <laughs> it's got horses on it. <laughs> She's not that smart, but man, she makes the best cup of coffee I ever had. <laughs> Is that so? Well, I bet she's a real demon in the sack then. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Oh, crap, man. No. <laughs> So, Adrian, who did who did you have? Well, I think maybe if we're going to do twins instead of James Coburn, you could do two Lee Marvins and make it the official Capitol oh. sequel. No, that would be too sexy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. You mentioned twins. Why didn't they go with fucking Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> Twin or, uh, or, uh, no, it's like looking into our mirror. Or, uh, 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 Fred, Fred Gwynn and, uh, and fucking, uh, what's his name? Yes. Yeah. Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Wait, no, that, that's no, that no, that's it. You make it a seventies movie, so you get two Lee Marvins, and uh, and for uh, and for uh, and for uh, Michael Bain's character, you get Art Garfunkel because he was making movies around then, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 and uh, for for. Uh, George Kennedy in there somewhere. For, for Cage there at that time, you get Jack Nicholson, probably. Yeah, no, George yeah. Kennedy is the Peter Fonda character. Uh, <laughs> and uh, for Sarah Trigger, uh, probably Catherine Ross. I think that would make sense. There you yeah. go. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Probably a role for Barry Boswick in there someplace. And for both Lee Marvin brothers, yeah. you can still use his music as the bad brother in Cat Baloo for his introduction. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and, 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 still, and still have the nose brace. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk as a skrim's arm. <laughs> it's a hanging day. They say Linda killed her mother. Whoa, say do I omen. So what's your, what's your face off? <laughs> Richard Basehart, so... Richard Basehart, and Richard Basehart. <laughs> <laughs> you get a ram ship. <laughs> okay, so uh, as Eddie, <laughs> I have... Charlie Sheen just switching into that role. Yeah. And then as Joe, uh, Michael Bain's character, I'm going to put Charlie Amelia Sheen's Westavis? brother, Amelia Westavis. Because <laughs> 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 it fucking makes sense. <laughs> and then as Lou and what the fuck's his name, the, the brothers, uh, the twins, I'm going to have... Martin Sheen. <laughs> so, so this would be uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 2. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it would. Or did it work? <laughs> and, um, part two. Um, then as Diane, Diane. I'm just... <laughs> I'm going to go just a little different, and I'm going to choose the... Um, our, our, um One of our patron saints, the, uh, the mother... Iman. Yeah, hmm. I well, yeah, yeah. You can't sh- talk shit on Iman. She's no, beautiful. no, she's, no. She, I, she's the mother goddess. I just think Idris Elba in a red dress would have been phenomenal. But yeah, I Elba in a red dress, red dress, mm. red dress. Elba in the red dress. Good God, Miss Amalia. 
Okay, I see your suggestion, and I raise you shirtless, Idris Elba. God damn! Well, I'd, I'd like to see movies. I'd like to recast Christopher Coppola with maybe Bob Raffleson, so this movie wouldn't suck. Oh, I thought. Yeah, I was gonna say somebody with more talent. You know, you know, anybody, Adrian Lyne. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe and, this movie would have been better with a you know more talented Coppola. Or, or even, oh. or even just a hack who would know enough not to fuck it up, like like Stephen Herrick or 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 uh, or some some movie, or like me, <laughs> or Mel Gibson. <laughs> I'll draw that tanker. Kuchung, kuchung, kuchung. I'm gonna call this payback. <laughs> uh, uh, so hey, speaking of Marvin, wisdom? yeah, yeah, cagey wisdom, you say. I, I just love Our Man Flint. Everybody should skip this movie and watch Our Man Flint instead. Yeah. Disagree. Or Joe versus the Volcano or Joe, again. Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> or Roadhouse. <laughs> um, maybe we could also quote her for some wisdom, which is leave the past to people who are stuck there. Yeah. Oh, man. Lady from Shanghai I mean, was so good. Yeah. What the hell? Um, I would say... Uh, first of all, always make sure that there are only blanks in your gun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, two, don't trust your dad unless your dad is Clint McElroy. Yeah, he is a good dad. Yeah. You know, uh, um, it seems like he was never that fond of his dad to start with. Just take the payoff movie and fuck off somewhere else where your uncle doesn't live. Yeah, also make sure mm. you don't, when you have, say someone is wired, make sure it's not just an actual wire hanging out <laughs> of their sleeve. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, man, these are just my headphones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just, listening to no. NPR, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was listening to NPR, darn odd deal. <laughs> wait, wait, don't tell me. I had to figure out what the cake was at that point, and so I hopped on a Greyhound bus and had to jet for the coast. <laughs> I mean, you do realize that's how I'm going to start presenting these episodes to you, right? I'm going to make a little shitty cake mold, and I'm going to start putting little flash drives with the episode bomb this. I'm going, here's your cake, cake Linda. Yes, and then Linda can start banging her cake going, where's my cake? Where's my episode cake? You said the episode would be ready Sunday. He was, on a, Sunday. he was on a cake quest, but it was all about who was fucking his mom and him fucking somebody who looked like his mom maybe it should have been a pie mm-hmm. and that will be our next podcast <laughs> the cake cast <laughs> adrian did you have any wisdom cakes kiss <laughs> cakes kiss <laughs> i could bake cakes for hours uh, uh, yeah, maybe if you just got into town and uh, find out your uncle's in the rackets and go to hang out with his minion and find out he's a cokehead, maybe don't try to aggravate him right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And if she has a to- if he has a totally mediocre girlfriend, maybe don't bother stealing her. Yeah. You can turn your back on a drug, but don't turn your back on a man on a drug. <laughs> Oh, there that you go. The that's the best that's recast. Had. Johnny Depp as Hunter Thompson. As, as a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just make it a blue. Just make it a Blues Brothers movie. That's all you need to do. <laughs> this is Cage Country. <laughs> oh, you scurvy pig fucker! Oh god. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can get a hold of Nick Cage on the horn since we got his personal cell and tell him you need oh, to yeah. be Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson. He's like, okay. <laughs> Doctor of journalism without a gun. I was. That's not a man. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm going to dress as a clown because I can. <laughs> oh. So I guess this is the time where I say, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcoin, and YouTube. If you don't have a Podcoin account, be sure to use the code Cage's Kiss, all one word, to get Cage's extra fist. points for you and for us. <laughs> and um, that's uh, C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. Uh, y'all got any plugs? Adrian? Uh, oh, I've been putting some shit on my YouTube. Mostly lately, yeah, yeah. it's been drawing videos. That's under A.A. Smith. bitch! Been drawing me some things. <laughs> so, Dang dogs! So, somebody was like, how how you do that there coloring there, cousin? How'd that work now? <laughs> and I'm all like, well, shoot, we're kind of like this. And so, yeah. Gosh, like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker wishing you were dead. Motherfucker. We got charcoal in this bitch. <laughs> uh, and if you go to my DeviantArt under Leo the Fox on DeviantArt.com, uh, my uh, group Dreadful Tales pumped out another uh, faux pulp magazine today. So Ooh. you look up Dreadful Tales on there, you see all kinds of uh, crazy ghost stories and shit, you know, and and the random randomness that is always present. And what about you two? What's new? What's new, pussycat? I'm still the boy who blew on RedTube, and I am still Unreal Goals on Twitter. And the only thing I have to produce is myself. But, yeah, you can catch me masturbating at your local library uh, two times a week if the cops aren't around, and that's about it I got. They got them photos of that zygote in that there book. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't help myself. When I see pictures of lasagna, I'm like, I gotta have that zag. Yeah. You fat. Fat and juicy. you like the de-evolution of Garfield. <laughs> no, it's the love child of Garfield and Mama June. Yeah, I kind of think of it as the uh, t- the creep show story, the raft, just Garfield oh. though. He <laughs> <laughs> just takes up the whole pond. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is that lasagna? I gotta have that za. Do you he love? He hates Mondays and he hates teenagers having sex. <laughs> he hates your life. Uh, well, you know, fuck them being all out there in fucking Malibu Creek, sons of bitches. That's right. <laughs> Remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. And I'd like to say a big thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Shade Glow for your awesome review uh, about Cage's Kiss. Really appreciate it. And we will be seeing you next week with Guarding Tess. Oh, Fuck yeah. with the Shirley with the McLean. Queen, Shirley McLean. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be seeing you next week. Um, Hi, fucking yeah! We did it, we did it, man. <laughs> the best heist, we did it. <laughs> I'm not getting off. I'm not getting off. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Now that's how babies are made. <laughs> 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 <laughs>